Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week, a listener posted in our Facebook group, My just-turned-four-year-old has started experiencing separation anxiety, both when going to preschool and when staying home with our regular babysitter. My husband and I both work from home, and so I don't know if it's worse for my kid to know we are there. On school days, she says like she feels she's going to throw up, then they call us to come get her. On days we are working from home, we end up having the sitter leave because our daughter is sobbing uncontrollably. Another factor, my daughter has two older siblings. When they are also home, she is not anxious about their all being left with the sitter at all. I didn't experience separation anxiety with my two older kids at this age, and so we are trying to be compassionate and reassuring, but we also need to work during the time she is in care, so we need to fix this soon. I need your ideas and strategies. Let me say that I am coming at this as someone who did also have a child with extreme separation anxiety around this age, cried every day at nursery school drop-off until almost Thanksgiving. And that kid is now fine. So I think the first thing I always want to say is that there's a panic around this, like, I need to fix this. You do need to fix this, um, but you will. And it's something that will change anyway without your intervention. You just want to bring this closer sooner. Your kid is not always going to be as distressed as she is now. The sudden onset of it is is interesting. It's not something that I would necessarily be alarmed by. I just went to visit my niece uh, who was very happy to sit on my lap the last time I saw her. And this time, she's about mm, 19 months old. And this time, it was almost like during the visit, she got very worried about me. Somebody who she knows, she can name me, she knows me from pictures, she knows me from real life, and was all of a sudden terrified and needed to cling to my mother and have my mother hold her the whole time I was in the room. And my mother was saying, I've never seen her do this before, so it can just start. So your daughter's comfort and distress is clearly very hard for you to hear, for the babysitter to hear, for the teachers. But I want you all to remember that you as adults know that she's safe. In school, this is also hard because the teacher is trying to deal with her. She's clearly very upset. And there are other kids the teacher has to deal with. On the other hand, at school, there are more opportunities for distraction, which is helpful. At home with the sitter, it's something that the sitter needs to be okay with hearing, first of all. But there are also fewer opportunities to distract her, which makes it a little harder. So here's where I think you should start. The first best suggestion is to give your daughter a heavy dose of reassurance through stories and songs. There are two I would suggest. One was suggested by Kathleen in the Facebook group, 
was the book The Kissing Hand by Audrey Penn. It's a fantastic book. Buy it. Read it to your daughter. Read it to her a lot. I used to put kisses on my daughter's blanket when I had to be away from her when she was feeling separation anxiety. One kiss for each morning and night that I would be away so she could sleep with it. There's also an amazing Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood song called Grown Ups Come Back. I'm going to put the link to this and to The Kissing Hand both in the show notes for this episode. That's a 90-second video that your daughter can watch. You can sing her that song. Extremely effective. Just makes the point over and over again that even if you're worried, your grown up will come back. That's where to start. A little bit harder is that a reset is kind of required for the adults in this situation. Your kid knows that if she cries long enough, that you'll come. And she also may have gotten the misunderstanding that her crying is what makes you come, that you won't come unless she cries, that you won't come unless she loses it. And then as long as she loses it for long enough and for loud enough, then you'll come. So what has been set up is this situation that inadvertently rewards the behavior and ups her anxiety. Now I really have to do this so they'll come because they won't otherwise. Is it worse for your daughter to know that you're there when you're working from home? Yes, I would say that it is. It's harder for her. She shouldn't know. It shouldn't seem like an option for her to think that you can hear her because then she will just turning it up and up and up until the sitter says, I I can't take this anymore. So this is going to require a reset for all the adults involved in this. With the school, I think you talk to the teacher. I think you say, hey, um, I, I know this is difficult and this is something, believe me, we want to address as quickly as possible. We have seen that she doesn't actually throw up, even though she's saying she feels sick, even though she's very upset. It's not necessarily something that we want to rescue her from because we're sort of reinforcing the behavior. And with your sitter, you can be a little more honest and just say, hey, I think we've created something here that we need to unwind. So the next time that we're working, we're going to tell her that we're leaving and then we're going to leave, or at least we're going to let her think that you left. And kind of no matter how much she cries, we're not going to rescue her and we won't be mad at you. And you're just going to keep her safe and you're going to let her cry. Before this happens, however, you are going to give your child a little bit of magical thinking. You're going to give her a talisman. You're going to give her a special loving rock from mommy she can keep in her pocket. You're going to let her have her blankie at school. You're going to let her have this thing that she can go to, that she can rub, that she can look at, that she can hold in her hand that tells her that you're going to come back because you always come back. Put that thing in her path. Talk about how it's really going to help her. This is going to make it so you won't feel sad because every time you hold this pebble, you'll know that it means mommy's coming back. Then you might even do a little bit of Dr. Harvey Karp talks about gossiping with toddlers. She's not a toddler. She's a four-year-old, but she's still at an age where you can sort of muse aloud with your spouse in front of her about how it has been hard for her at school, but it's not going to be hard now because she has this magic blanket that she's going to keep in her cubby and she can go and, and put it next to her face whenever she misses mommy. And that's how she'll know that we'll be back at the end of the day. You put that thing in place, you have a plan in place with the grownups that she does not hear about, and then if she starts to cry, the teacher can try to remind her that you always come back and can talk about, do you remember what happened yesterday? Your mommy came back. Do you remember the day before that? Your daddy came. The sitter also has to be armed with the fortitude to let her cry, and I don't mean be callous about it. I mean, it's more be callous for yourself. You can reassure her it's going to be okay. You can keep repeating the mantra, mommy and daddy always come back. But you're not letting your daughter's anxiety 
declare what happens next because you know that it's an outsized reaction to what she actually needs to worry about. The last thing I would suggest is that when you do come get her at the end of the day or at the end of your work session at home, if at all possible, that you enter the room when she's not crying, when she's playing happily, when she's distracted, so that you further uncouple your arriving with her crying. So she doesn't think her crying makes you appear. Her playing happily is what makes you appear. These tend to be really intense but brief times in your children's lives. And I hope that some of these tactics will make her feel a little more safe, will arm the adults in her life with a little more fortitude, and get you all through this period a little more easily. Send us your questions and we might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshoutpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now, Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks.